Absolute Rally. Absolute Rally. Hello everyone, welcome to Absolute Rally, episode 4, season 26. Um, we're, we're, we're nearly at that crazy halfway point um, of our season, um, and the reason why I always mention it and keep mentioning seasons and episodes because Trev's with me again. Hello Trev. Hello, how are you? I'm alright mate, I'm alright. Listen, it, it's always good when we're together, but it is just us. At least for the top of the podcast this week, we've got Killian Duffy joining us a little bit later. And of course, uh, one of the men from behind on the pace now, but we'll be also covering Donny Gull. Uh, I'm sure it's an event close to your heart, Trevor Agnew. Oh, definitely, yeah. What an event. Uh, have, you done, have, you, have, you, have you done it? Donny Gull? Yeah. Several times, yeah, yeah. Have I first I went out in 1977. I should have looked at your EWRC. <laughs> I really should have. That's, that's just lazy work, that on my part. Listen, before we get to Donny Gull, because obviously we're going to have Killian with us a little bit later on, I just want, we, obviously, we, we, have, we had quite an intense Sardinia chat, obviously, with, with John last week. John's not with us this week, but um, there was a couple of things that we omitted, which I kind of wanted to. Uh, um, to, to mention now, and it was it was more to do with the performance of Danny Sordo. Yeah, uh, and I was very aware that when we'd finished recording, that's why I put it out as a kind of a part one. We didn't really talk about Danny's performance, um, and a very Danny-like performance, I suppose, is where I'm going clumsily with this. Yeah, and he he, he always does a job for them, and it suits him to do a few events a year. He he's very comfortable with that. He doesn't have to do a lot of the prep and a lot of the research. And um, yeah, and he, he he goes out with a decent road position in gravel events. And uh, usually towards the end of the first day, or certainly at lunchtime, he's up at the pointy end, and uh, he continues to show pace. Uh, on both tarmac and gravel, remember, just JB's not here, Mr. Benyon, <laughs> and all this, like me, um, we, we know that Danny Sordo isn't uh, a tarmac specialist. Uh, I remember way back to when he first appeared uh, as teammate to Chris Meek, and uh, on of gravel, course, yeah. he, was, he, he was beating Chris Meek on stages in Sardinia way back in 2004, it must have been. Uh, yeah, so he's not a tarmac specialist. And yeah. he's very quick on gravel, as he's proved, and winning gravel events in the World Championship as a third driver and a part-time driver. Well, there's been the 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 the, the, the drums have been banging a little bit about whether Young Oliver should be kind of pushed back a little bit, and Danny brought in an Oliver running kind of that dare I say that uh, Pierre Lube uh, role that he had last year with with High and Die, and whether um, Oliver should maybe move to one side and taking out the pressure a little bit. What's your take on that? Yeah, there could be that. It's you know, he, he still needs to blood himself in that car and get seat time in the car. <laughs> As usual, I'd imagine money play a part in, on that side of things. So, uh, yeah, it's how the books balance uh, around those things, I'd imagine. Yeah, I, I suppose. But um, I just wonder whether the, the, the situation uh, make yeah the, the situation with regards to manufacturers and of course we've talked about high and die and the roller coaster that they've been on this season obviously not only with the drivers but with the management as well just kind of that steadying that steadying kind of influence of having somebody like Danny that you know is going to hit that mark you know event in event out really just whether that would just 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 help things just settle things down a little bit for them yeah, it would. You know, all three manufacturers are still tweaking their cars, but Hyundai, uh, going by what the drivers are saying, and, and generally um, what we've seen, reliability uh, is a little bit easier on a sandy event like in, in Sardinia, and they're getting a lot of confidence heading to Safari on the back of that performance, but there's fundamental things that need to be developed in that car, certainly uh 
make the cars easier to drive, I think. And uh, whatever that is, we don't know. Uh, but there's plenty of people in there. Take the like of uh, uh, designer Christian Oriel is in there now. I don't know at what point his effect is going to come into play. Uh, so he, he was late to it. And uh, yeah, it, it's just a lot has to happen there. And of course, the management at the end of the day, you know, Monset has done a good job. There's no doubt about that. But uh, it still seems to me that there's no coherence. There's no uh, structure with team goals and everybody all uh, bought into those team goals. It just seems to be a bit of dysfunction in the team as well as um, probably the car that's least sorted. Hmm. Well, um, Thierry Nouvelle has also voiced those concerns again this week, you know, kind of following on when I suppose you, your two main drivers, because of course, ironically, pre, prior to, to, to what you winning in Sardinia, you know, obviously he was quite vocal with regards to what was going on there. So, um, yeah, I guess it's a, it's a little bit of a, of a, of a, of a walk to space one, this one. I can think it's a bit of a walk to space one, but, um, anyway, there you go. There you go. A couple of other little bits and pieces, uh, I wanted to kind of mention as well. Uh, I mentioned it last week. The guys did get in contact with me, by the way, from the, the Sweet Lamb Rally Sprint. Um, the, 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 they're not able to come on, but, uh, entries are still available the 26th of June. So I know we have people listening for all levels. Please get in contact. Honestly, you, 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 you won't thank, you, you, you couldn't thank me enough if you go and do it. It'll be great fun for you. Anyway, um, a couple of other little bits and pieces of what I to say that I wanted to come to. Um, Trev, um, I'm, I'm interested in, um, I know you and I kind of missed it last weekend that we should probably tip our hat just a little bit, obviously, to, 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 to Rally Poland, which was around the DERC, which has kind of gone through a little bit of a, a revamp, as we know. Obviously, it's gone kind of in-house now with the, the with the promoted WRC and everything else. So there's been a, a change in the guard there, but obviously they're offering the same coverage now with, you know, with, with the app and things like that. Um, and the competition, you know, looks, looks great, you know, and there's a lot of people, you know, the likes of MRF have become really, really aggressive in it now and, and, you know, getting people on their tires and things, you know, just missing out on a podium again um, last weekend. And, you know, ERC seems to be, um, a viable go-to now, I suppose, following on from our chat right at the beginning of this season with regards to maybe why people aren't looking at maybe British Championship and things like that. You know, is the ERC just the 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 the, 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 the easier place to go before you take that big bite into WRC? Yeah, well, the coverage has got, as I said, I think at the time when you've got uh, regional manu- uh, manufacturers in regional areas, so you've got local importers who have got budget for their own area and if they've got uh, their own country even, and uh, if they've got some budget to put together to help with that and it's shown live in those countries, there's a bit more footage, a bit more coverage, then that's an incentive for, for drivers to go ERC route. Um, and again, you know, because of the resource that uh, the WRC promoters firing at at the minute, I sadly haven't had time to to look at any of it really. Um, so I have no real first-hand experience of what it looks like, but the concept and the idea behind uh, the WRC promoter and the presenters and the team that's involved in that has got to be good news. And uh, there's a lot of names there that I don't really know, haven't recognised. And again, without spending a bit of time just finding out a bit more about it, I'm probably not the person to comment on it. I tell you what I did see, Trev. Sorry, I'm going massively off on a tangent here as well. By the way, away from Poland, and and I, I've just been looking at kind of regional teams and stuff like that. Probably following on a little bit from what 
we were talking about right at the beginning of this season, which is why maybe we haven't got teams coming to the BRC and stuff like that. But I was looking at the Castrol Turkey team um, on a Turkish event recently. Um, and I think, I, I can't remember whether I, it's the same people or not who it was back in the day. I don't know whether you did anything on Rally Turkey or, or certainly, you know, uh, it, with any of the teams and stuff like that. But I think they had 28 different versions of a M Sport Fiesta out. All under the same kind of banner. Really? Yeah. It was a great photograph. It was like a, it was almost like an M. I thought it was an M Sport photograph at first, and it wasn't. It was the Castrol Turkey team. Wow, that's amazing. That's so, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was absolutely, uh, absolutely amazing. Great picture. One of those ones. I, do you remember M Sport did it? I think it was probably around oh eight oh nine when we only had them and Citroen, and they had probably about. 10 focuses out and something else and they had them all lined up with all the staff and it was a an aerial picture it was very much kind of uh-huh. reminiscent of those days but um but yeah but anyway but the erc guys if you're interested in erc or if you're involved in erc drop us a line because i'd really love to speak to you about it because i am i'm growing intri- increasingly interested in the erc at the moment i know we've gone off on a tangent there but um anyway there you go there you go folks um before we crack on what we're going to do uh, we're going to go to a little break, um, and then, uh, as I say, uh, Killian Duffy's going to be joining us, who's going to be all over Donny Gall, uh, and I probably won't get a word in edgeways be- be- between him and, and Trevor Agnew. So we'll be back after this break. This is Absolute Rally. Ireland's leading commercial note supplier, Killian Duffy, has joined forces with 2016 British Rally Champion Craig Parry to form On The Pace Note UK. For more information, visit the website onthepacenote.co.uk. Hello everyone, welcome back to the second part of Absolute Rally, and, and it, I'm pleased to say that my teeth are still intact, despite the fact that Trev's just threatened to kick them in. Um, never had that before with Trevor Agnew, never, never, never showed a violent streak before, but clearly being in a break he's not comfortable with, but still there you go. Um, as promised, Killian Duffy's joining us, hi Killian. How's it going, Tony? We're Great good. Yeah, we're, we're good. We're good. Yeah, you know, apart from apart from physical threats of violence from Trevor Agnew, I'm fine. You get more more on the, on the podcast. I yeah. just have to listen into that one. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Listen, mate. Um, it, we it would be absolutely bonkers not to have both you and Trevor Agnew on uh, when we get when we're getting ready, you know, I've already seen pictures going up on socials and the stuff going on, obviously seat fittings and stuff like that. It's Donny Gall this weekend. Yeah, it's Donegal. It's, um, there's, like, there's mega hype over it. There always is with Donegal. Um, and, and, and to be honest, they don't need to do a whole pile because the people just hype it up themselves, competitors, spectators. Everyone, it's, it's just basically a big festival. Um, and, and it seems to have just grown year on year. And you think the previous time, oh, it'll never be better the following year. But it always seems to, that it is the better the following year and the cars are getting better and, the racing's getting better and it's just there's so much to look forward to and particularly as well it's three days and you know yourself there's not many three day events left now and um, everyone's buzzing first if I can bring you in Trev at this point um, you've done it several times um, if I got that right yeah yeah you did say you've done it several times didn't you uh-huh. yeah so if I was to to, to, to offer you um, 
a hassle-free seat this weekend on Donegal, would you take it? What do you mean by hassle-free? Well, you know, you, you know you're just going to have a little poot around. Is, is Donegal one of those events where you still get a bit twitchy, I suppose, is the question? Uh, is just fantastic. I did actually get invited to go over and do some work, uh, but I'm not able to because I'm working tomorrow. Um, and it's just an incredible rally. If you haven't experienced it, you know, you think of the, the top drivers that go to, you know, one of the events that's happening over the weekend, which maybe a lot of people aren't aware of, is this. It's it's a once in a lifetime gathering of the greatest drivers in Irish rally history and, and beyond. Uh, it's going to take place on Sunday um, after the main field goes through two of the most classic stages in the rally. So think of the greatest of all time will take on uh, two stages, really as a celebration for the 50th anniversary running of the event. Um, between them, they've over 100 rally victories. There's a world rally champion in there. Clearly Irish and British rally titles, four Parry Decker wins, Pike Peaks Hill climb, and they've all got in common is a shared history of winning the Donegal International Rally. So we've clearly got Ari Vatnam there, World Rally Champion, 100 World Rallies. He won Donegal in 78. Uh, also includes Irish legends such as Billy Coleman. Sorry, Billy Coleman. Uh, I think he won it four times. Cahill Curley. Uh, the venerable Cahill Curley has three wins and Austin McHale, a couple, and Nesbitt, Andrew Nesbitt. He holds a record with five victories on... I, I considerably Ireland as you know the premier international rally in Ireland, and the like of John Lyons, James Cullen, Vincent Bonner, you know, all in escorts and like those escorts which between them have won twenty, I think, of the fifty rallies that have been run, and uh, and even the Black Beauty one, the synonymous one with Ari Vatnan, there's going to be a replica there, uh, that'll be all liveried up in Vatnan's colours. So that will be a demonstration drive over High Glen Atlantic Drive. And in most cases, they'll be driving the original rally cars that uh, have been restored. And the, the guy organising all of this, of course, is Donna Kelly. Uh, he's got that fantastic museum in the county. He's coordinated the whole event, and he'll be driving uh, a classic car, the Subaru S12 rally car that the late, great Manus Kelly drove in, t- in 2018. So there'll be a full list of those cars and drivers and they're all going to meet up at the Rossapena Hotel in Downings around about 9 o'clock on Sunday. They'll be available, you know, you'd be able to get autographs and that type of thing. There'll be posters and just a real treasure trove for rally collectors. And as I say, it's a non-competitive drive, even though the guys have had to get um, special licenses and things like that and there'll be be helmets on, uh, as I understand it. And it'll run after the main competitive field. I think about one o'clock in High Glen and uh, and then over Atlantic Drive before it'd be a, a little finish ceremony for those guys as well back at the Rossapena Hotel. So um, lots of goats uh, with not too much damage to the grass, I thought. I was, uh, just, but, I was just about to say, so all that, all that considered, and uh, by the way, you didn't even pause then, fair play to you. Um, <laughs> uh, you would have took one of those seats in one of those cars, surely, on that particular demonstration run, surely. Yeah, I've had a bit offered, definitely. There's, there's a lot of heroes of mine there, uh, a lot of legends, and uh, yeah, it'll be a super event. It's just a time from that. So I'm gutted, you know, even to that event alone, if you went along to that, it's just amazing on Sunday, uh, let alone the competition that Killian's probably going to highlight. You know, if you look at the top 
11 of the main rally. Uh, I would say most of those guys could set a fastest time. Uh, there's a couple of world rally cars in there. Um, but if you look at the quality of the entry, and we've seen the competition that has been uh, throughout the Tarmac Championship this year, it's phenomenal, you know, and, and from a spectator going to it, it's just the best show. Killian, if I can bring... I'm bringing you in at this point. You can. Well done, Trevor. That was, that was uh, even even to be fair, hyping that up with uh, the legend. <laughs> it, like you, you're, you're listening to Trevor talking about it there, and you're thinking, yeah, actually, that's this Sunday. Like, and how could you miss it? Like, how could you not see all these people in the one place driving? Most of them driving their old cars. Like, like fun an occasion. Like, well, I, I was just about to say with, with that that as a standalone would be enough. Yeah, but of course, yeah, it would. You know that, that, that technically, to some degree, that you would argue that even well, maybe you wouldn't. But I was just about to say, is that even the bridesmaid to the main the main event? Because as you said, you know, we've got. I'm looking at the entry list here, and, and Trev just correctly said, you know, I, I would I would probably even roll down a little bit further and go probably any any anybody in the top fifteen could be setting set fast the times for sure. Mm. For sure, yeah, yeah. Because there'll be some stages that'll suit some guys. Like um, I suppose rolling into that, the stages, um, like Friday is is Friday could be anywhere. You know, Friday could be in Tipperary, it could be in Monaghan. It's they, like they're not uniquely Donegal stages. The Friday stages, although they have been used in mixed match the opposite direction, probably in 2019. But the way they run them now and the different sections they're using, they're far, far trickier. Um, quite slippy. There's a lot of um, agricultural traffic on those roads for the last three to four weeks. Um, I'd expect a bit of drama tomorrow now, to be honest with you. But say for the likes of Matt Edwards coming over his first time to Donegal, it's a massive advantage for him that they're not using the likes of ones that normally are used on the Friday or Brina or Cark Mountain. So to be fair, it's a, I won't say he's it, it, not at such a disadvantage on, on the Friday. And then, of course, Saturday then is, is um, goes into your classics, Karen Hill, which is just outside Letterkenny, up to Fanad then, which is the reverse of what was used in 2019. That's used three times, although the third time is a small, is a bit shorter. And then Nakala's been used twice. Uh, Nakala is nearly the same as 2019. It's 90% the same. And then, like, there's so much, there's so much uh, to race. Like, you know, there's so much going on. And, like, I would say there'll be a bit of difference between the times. The Friday stage is going to help the battle a little bit because I think it was in 2019, like, there was nothing between cars in the main, we'll say the, the homologated field and the modified field. There was nothing between them after the first day. Whereas I think with the weather is given a bit of a mixed bag for Friday. So I would imagine that the racing will be close, but I don't think it'll be like the people that are able to gain confidence very quickly and stick their neck out. And then some people are not going to get through Friday, I would say. If you know, and then Sunday, of course, is you're starting off with Garten. Like, Garten always claims victims from the point of view that, like, there's always a high drama off. Declan Boyle, it was in 19. Gary Jennings, I think, was 19. Uh, no, Gary Jennings was, I think, maybe 16 or 17. He went off there. Uh, it's a real high speed roller coaster, like, a lot of downhill stuff on it. That's the first one Sunday morning. So, I mean, it, uh, traditionally, there's never a huge amount of drama on the Friday. I just predict there'll be a small bit tomorrow. By Saturday afternoon, the second pass in Nogala, then the, the, the rally takes a bit of a story. Then there'll still be some scores to be um, settled. I think Garten will have a story in it too, and then I think it, it'll probably the drama will level out then on uh, Sunday. I could be completely 
completely wrong, to be honest. But that's generally the way it plays out. You know, everyone talks about it, everyone flat out. It's a three-day sprint. Yeah, it is a three-day sprint, but you have to be there at the end of it as well. And, you know, it, it always takes a story. Whereas a guy might be 10 seconds off fastest time tomorrow on the first stage for whatever reason, but the, the person still has enough uh, kilometers to get it back, you know? I, I, you know what, I'll just, just, just before I let you carry on, one thing, two points I want to come to, Trev. Is is an event like Donegal, right, you forget, obviously, to me, I forget it's actually part of a championship. There's very few rallies, actually, in Ireland and the, and the mainland that can kind of stand on their own two feet. They could literally not be part of a championship, but ironically, they are part of a championship. They stand on their own two feet. Would you have that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's been like that for years, Donegal. It's just an incredibly different thing. And even with Deja Vu went to Donegal, the first time we were up there three years ago, four years ago, went to Jackson's Hotel and Bally Buffet and just the welcome, the atmosphere. It's more about the people and their absolute passion for motorsport. Like Boyce's Cafe, if it's still there in Letterkenny, for the last three months there'd be boys going in there every day just chatting about the Donegal Rally all the time. The build up to in, in Letterkenny must be so intense. Like I've experienced it a few times. Uh and it's just a different planet when it comes to rallying. Uh and yeah, the rumors, the stories. Uh, yeah, you know, it's just a conjecture. It's hard to explain it to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah it's like there's so much mystique to it, like uh-huh. who's going in what car. You know, there's always a couple of curveballs about who's coming or a change of car or a change of co-driver. There's, there's just so many, you know, the local guy, what's he coming in, such and such a local person. But as Trevor said, like, it's in everyone's veins up there, the motorsport and rallying. Like, you will never go into a shop or on the recce without meeting nearly somebody you know. Like, in as you know, just bump into them because everyone is just involved in rallying in some way, shape or form in Donegal. Like. And there's all the stories involved in it. You know, you think of the best drivers in the world coming over. Remember when Loeb came over and Mark Higgins put it up to him and Nez, but yeah. you know, that it's just that sort of getting the superstars over and of course Vatman came and won uh, which was an incredible feat and uh, Warmbold remembering the BMW never been there before came over and won it so there's all these stories as well all these legendary drives that have happened as part of it uh, even back when I first went in 77 it was Billy Coleman and the Stratus you know the checkered flag one what a car that was going through Donegal's and again he won in that car um, so there's all the stories there's all this history and heritage come back to it the Renaults came over, remember the McGann's came over, uh, Martin Rowe, I think it was, and Robbie Head at that particular time. And of course, you know, I went over there with David Higgins in the Civic, uh, asked us, we went for the first time in 20, well, what year would that have been, 96? And then, of course, when Neil went over a couple of times in the Civic, and uh, again, it just adds that element to, you know, the international Were you aspect. there in the Vauxhall? Did you go with Kessleto? No. Did you and Neil, Neil do it that time? No. Actually, it's a, it's a great story, Killian, because that was probably when we uh, were noticed a little bit more by the Vauxhall team. That's certainly what they told us, because uh, the year we went there in the Civic, uh, that was 98. Uh, the second year we would have been there and our times weren't that far off Yarmo actually in the Civic when he was in the Astra and that certainly made uh, Mike Nicholson and John Nixon those boys take a closer look at us and that certainly I would have said helped us 
uh, towards the end of the year, being nominated by Vauxhall as one of four manufacturers, actually, at the time. And uh, it did no harm. There's another Donegal story. Uh, it did no harm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And still, yeah, yeah. still he keep coming. Still, I'll tell you one story which I've noticed, um, which I think is waiting to unfold, and I'm sure you're already all over this, Killian, but... Um, in the in 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 the escorts in the um, I don't know whether class fourteen which is that is, is that class is modified? Yes, that's yeah. the two point five. That's yeah. up to two point five. Yeah. You've got former British champion David Bogey. You've got former British champion Dan McKenna, and you've got mm-hmm. Rob Duggan, who's a former junior British champion. That's right. That's right. Now, that and you that's before yeah. that's before you even get to like Frank Kelly and people like that. Yeah, but yeah. even ahead of those guys, you got the record of Ryan Lockle and Kevin Eaves, you know, Damien Tersh. It's just the, the, the modified thing. Uh, that, when I was in West Cork this year, it takes the light from your eyes, the speed these guys go at. It is amazing, the speed the of these guys. The development has been incredible. Like, the, the development of these cars, like, for years, the modified cars were, had, had, didn't have the same amount of power as they have now, but had a lot of power. Whereas now they seem to be just tweaking the setup of the front of these, like if loads of different motorsport companies there specifically develop them, they keep pushing the envelope with them. And um, now some people could argue it's getting dangerous, but again, it, it, you know, the better the handle, probably the less dangerous it, it is. But I mean, the, the, the speed, like these guys, like Kevin Eves is going to national rallies and he's nearly setting overall fastest times. Um, in a crawl and that's no disrespect to the person you know that's winning the rallies because often it has been Josh Moffat but like he gets a dry road in that Corolla and or even Ryan Locker and even Ryan Locker in there in the Tyrone stages a few weeks ago like the times as you say Trevor it's it's actually frightening to watch these things and the level of commitment these lads are are going in these cars and like again you're you're on about 11 or 12 in the main there's definitely 11 or 12 that would set fastest times modified like um, but it'll be just whose car stays together the longest. You know, they are home-engineered cars, and that's no disrespect to the person that's building them, but it's just, you know, it's it's three hard days, 300 kilometers odd, and, and um, but they, 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 they don't have a cruise pace. Any of these guys don't have a middle pace. They'll be just going... They'll be just going flat out from from tomorrow morning, and that will be it. And, and last man standing. I mean, Ryan Lockram was the okay. The rally was cut short, obviously, in 2019. But Ryan Lockram is the, is the first one on the road. And again, he came back this year. He did a couple early rallies. He, I won't say he struggled, but just getting his brain back up to speed. But like he showed in Tyrone what's what lies ahead in Donegal. Like he's going to be up with with everybody else, and it's just going to be a back royale. And I think anyone that's travelling over, I know there's a good few people coming over from the UK. Like, whatever you do, make sure you go into Letterkenny on Friday evening or Saturday. You could say, well, I don't want to sit in traffic. But you know what? How many rallies will you go to nowadays that you'll actually sit in traffic and just soak up the atmosphere? It's crazy. Even get out of your car and just walk up the town and see the festival that is Donegal Rally. And you could say it's Boy Racers Donut, that's Boy Racers Revan. And it's, 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 it's a festival. It's an atmosphere. Just soak it all up because there's not many rallies left in the world that have this kind of attention or atmosphere left. You know, everyone heads off to their hotels. You know, there's some rallies you do, you stay in your hotel, you wouldn't know the rally was on at all. You come down in your rally suit and people are sort of double-taking, like, where's this lad off to? Whereas there, there's no mistake in what you're there for. And like anyone staying in the towns around, just make sure you go down into Letterkenny. It's one of the evenings. And you could call it chaos, but I don't know, I just smile and say, wow, like this is, everyone's here for a reason. You know, the rally is bringing everyone here, you know, good and bad. But generally, it's good, like, it's back there every year. 
And it's just, just soak it all up. It's, it's absolutely incredible. And it's hard to put into words. And as you say, you know, the Tarmac Championship is there. Would Donegal do as well? Um, not being part of it probably would but still that's not saying the championship is is a lesser factor you know the guys are still doing a championship and this is the only three day event in the championship so Donegal knows that it has to be part of the championship as well and, and you know for prestige and, and just to keep everyone not give them a reason not to come back and uh, yeah, I know, like everyone's posing for it and, and I know I definitely am really looking forward to heading up and not up the road till tonight and uh, the first interview then in the morning. Happy days. I was just about to ask you, where, where are you this weekend? So I'm at, uh, we're getting every stage actually. Okay. Um, so we've, we've the, the times, the broadcast times are up on the, on the Pace Note Facebook page and you can just save the, save the times. Generally we go live pretty close then times but if the stage is delayed you could be later. And if you follow the Facebook page and set your notifications, you get a ping. But I've just noticed that Facebook now aren't sending out the notifications like they used to. I even notice I don't get notifications myself sometimes. So if you're ever wondering whether we're online, just go onto the Facebook page around the time where we said we're going to be live. And we, you won't be far away. So generally, I, I, I'm doing, tomorrow I'm doing stage one and three, and Andy's doing every car at the end of two and five. And I'm doing uh, then four and six then, and that's six stages tomorrow. Um, and then I'll be at the end of um, uh, Karen Hill then on Saturday morning. That's about, I think, about nine o'clock or so. And then just every, every single stage we've planned. So I've even got a little scooter there, electric scooter, because if the traffic is that bad, at least at least if I have to go into a stage, I can get back out. I can just park up and, you know, go on the scooter in two kilometers because it can't get stuck. Like, And I, I'm just imagine like, there's not that many roads in Donegal outside of the stages. So like, you know, there's only a couple of main roads up to the stages. So, like, generally the traffic is going up one way and coming back. It's usually coming back is the problem more so than the morning traffic. But, uh, yeah, really looking forward to the weekend. It's 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 the it's the, the Champions League of, of Irish rallying. Like, it's it's the final and, and uh, it's just everyone's, everyone's hyped up. I Good can't man. wait for it. Good man. Trev, sorry I've cut across you then. What were you, what were you about to say? No, just to the atmosphere that Killian was talking about. One of the best years we had, we actually, I was doing the rally in a Vauxhall Nova, a proper little GTE, you know, uh, one of the ones that Harry Hopley would have been using. It was good spec, but we decided we'd camp, and we camped in the lawn outside the Mount Oracle Hotel. Got very little sleep, like, but the, the atmosphere and the, and the fun was mighty, and that's what we were there for. We were there for the fun. But, you know, Killian's talking about Andy... Uh, hanging about for the rest of the, you know, the field and some of the stages there. Like, you've only looked down the, the entry list and, like, so PJ McDermott's in a world, Fiesta World Rally Car number 60, Frank Ray number 62 in a Subaru Impreza S12, um, Colin O'Rourke 69 in a GTI Polo R5 car, Declan McCrory 72 in a Fiesta World Rally Car. It's just incredible, isn't it? Love it. Love it. The whole way back, like, I, I've even, like, honestly, even any of the pictures, any of the pictures I put a bed on me online, you will not find a rough rally car in any of them pictures going to Donegal. Like, there will be not one shed in, in like, everyone's cars. Right back, as you're saying, Trevor, right back to, to be honest, the last car on the road is probably capable of finishing the top 30 in a lot of national rallies. So it just goes to show the quality throughout the field in every single class. 
I'm having mentioned the historic country last time. And the reserve yeah. list, the which is 65 people on the reserve list for the main rally. It's just, it's just wow. crazy. Yeah. Wow. Right, guys. Yeah. I'm really conscious of time for, for, for everybody on this one. So, um, I've did, I don't know you, have you come on with any other business for this week? Do we even need to do any other business this week, Trevor? I suppose is the question. Um, I just, uh, on the back of Donegal, it's great to see Max McRae coming. Um, so Alistair's lads coming over to do the event and, uh, again brings, it's the first of a few things that he's doing. I think he'll be going to the Goodwood Festival Speed, the McRae event up at, uh, Knockhill as well. So it's nice to have that connection as well. Alistair certainly has been over and his uncle Colin loved the event. Uh, he used to come over on his motorbike just for a look around as well. Happy days. Happy days. Um, have you got any other business at all or anything you want to get off your chest before you go kill you? No, no. Just uh, everyone, everyone have a great weekend and listen, Tony, keep up the good work. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Well, before before I let you go, my little any other business is, th- is, is, is thanking Killian and Craig. So obviously there's, there's a round of BTRDA this weekend, which we're out on. Um, so shout out to everybody that's doing Keel the stages this weekend. <laughs> fantastic looking stages look very quick um and uh, really looking forward to it so yeah so if you see us by all means come and say hello and hopefully we'll have some positive news um and uh, on, on i'll be week. at Lyddon hill on saturday as well tony supporting uh, mr chris Meek. of course you will because so, he's doing nitro yeah, he is doing nitro so nitro rallycross at uh, Lyddon hill looking forward to see that on saturday then it's only 20 minutes away happy days well uh, you have great you, great weekend for us all absolutely yeah. absolutely folks that has been a short and sweet absolute rally for this week if you do enjoy it please tell your friends uh, and leave us a little review always makes a difference and we'll be back same time same place in the podcast hall next week absolute rally absolute rally spread the word and download the podcast every week mm-hmm.